You're listening to Career Up Now's Socially Distanced Close-Ups Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro Cook. Today, we're joined by Rotem Pearlson. Rotem is an instructor at Palo Alto Medical Foundation. She has diverse experience in the high-tech and healthcare worlds and is passionate about supporting new families. Rotem, welcome. When you first started out, did you envision yourself in the position of postpartum doula? Never. I came from, uh, I went to school, I did business management, and I loved um, my school, and I wanted to do something with communication. Originally, I thought maybe with advertising, and I uh, concentrated in marketing, and I actually started working in the high-tech world back in the early 90s, and I loved it. I worked for startups and for corporates, and I enjoyed every moment of it. And then the time came where my husband said that his work wants us to move to California, which is a place both of us have been traveling to as part of our high-tech positions. He was more on the technical side and I was on the marketing side. We by then had two kids, four and a half year old and two year old. I was feeling a little overwhelmed with my work and my uh, family life. And when he said, when they want us to move to the Silicon Valley, I said, let's get the heck out of here. I need a break. So I took a little bit of a break and I became a stay-at-home mom. Uh, and then I transitioned into becoming a doula and I have never in my life would have dreamed about it. I didn't even know what it was until I became one. What are the resources that helped propel or, or shape your career journey? Is it my current career as an educator and a doula or my previous careers as a stay-at-home mom and before that as a marketing executive in the high-tech So world. I, th- I think the part that is most unique is like the doula part. Yeah, it's definitely unique and it definitely took me by surprise. And when I called, um, you know, old friends and family and told them that that was what I was transitioning with. Some said, oh my God, that fits you so well. And others said, where did that come from? That has nothing to do with anything pretty much. So um, the short story is that I was a stay-at-home mom. My kids were kind of growing and almost in school, all of them. And I didn't actually look for anything, but I did have a couple of friends that lived in San Francisco, which is a 45 minute drive away from me. One was an Indian couple, followed by an Israeli couple. They were brand new parents and they didn't really have much family. And I just went into my minivan and I packed a lunch that I made and I spent an hour or two or three with them. And I kind of held the baby and I talked to them and I showed them how to bottle feed and discussed pacifiers and poops and threw in a load of laundry, just like any aunt would do or older sister. And driving home in my minivan, I thought to myself, oh my God, I love this. How can I do more of that? And um, I started asking around and within a few days, I signed up to a class that I never knew existed, which was a postpartum doula. And within a month, I attended the the course and I started working as one. So it was very fast. That's remarkable. And there's nothing like holding a a newborn baby. Yeah, yeah. And, and, And I learned the expression that I think fits well, which is, I guess it was my calling because I didn't look for it. I didn't know it existed, but it just happened very quick and very furious. So now what new challenges or opportunities does the pandemic present? for your industry at large? 
Yeah, the pandemic kind of caught us by surprise. Uh, when I talk about postpartum care and supporting families in their early days postpartum, I always talk about how it takes a village to raise a child and nobody should be doing this by themselves. And back in the day in the village, we had our aunts and our sisters and our cousins and people were just sharing, holding the baby, giving advice, breastfeeding. And we say, don't do this all by yourself just because it's 2020 or 2010 when I started bring in the village and I support a little bit of the village and make sure that you get support. And then COVID-19 came, it was shelter in place. And I had to call families, text them and say, you can't come to your homes, which is what I always do. So immediately I got on the phone. I started with FaceTime. I signed up for a Zoom account and here I was remotely supporting those families. I'm supposed to be with their homes, showing them how to breastfeed their baby, holding their baby while they take a shower, you know, making sure that their house is kind of in order. All the things that I offer, but so I got the educational part and the uh, encouragement part and it was mind blowing. It was literally mind blowing. Uh, and the other aspect of my work is teaching. And I loved teaching in person. I had four hour classes that I was teaching regularly at the medical foundation and at other organizations. And here I am again, I jumped on zoom. I took my uh, presentation. I zoomed with a friend. I said, how do I do this in zoom? And immediately I started teaching classes. And today I actually have a three hour class later this evening. I'm gonna use my friend and a few other things that I use in my classes and we're just gonna do it. So yeah. Yes, that's uh, you have to be super versatile to, and quickly adaptive in order yeah. to fit into that place. Yeah. Um, what's one failure or learning opportunity that you had that really shaped who you are today? Wow, there are many, but really what I think that I do much better today than I've ever done before, and it's over the years, is just um, a whole lot of compassion for meeting people where they are and who they are, and really trying my best to stay away from judgment and from thinking that I know what's in their heads and why they so in the high-tech world, I have to confess, I was working from Israel with the United States, as well as all the countries around the world, pretty much. But I just couldn't gel with the American United States attitude about work, where I, felt, I thought that when they weren't doing much, they were saying, we've made some good progress, and I couldn't get it. And nowadays, I come with a lot more compassion and a lot more understanding and a understanding different cultures and how they translate into language and how they translate to communication. And now I have the privilege of supporting people from all over the world, literally. If I had a map, I, you know, I had in this past year, a couple from Germany, from Bangladesh, from India, from China, from Taiwan, from literally pretty much everywhere. And I understand that different cultures make a huge difference in how we communicate um, things. What is one core value that guides your life? Compassion is really a core value. And as a postpartum doula and working with people, meeting them at the most intimate, vulnerable, probably place in their lives right after they've had a newborn. Um, I just try and bring a truckload of compassion everywhere I go and really be there and um, without any 
you know, any ideas, previous ideas or anything, and just meet the families I work with, where they are, with all the compassion that I have. So, yeah. um, being a postpartum doula, I'm sure that you also have very challenging or emotional times when, let's say, a baby doesn't make it or those pieces. How do you handle that um, with compassion? You know, handling situation with compassion is not always easy. And one of the things that happens when we work as uh, postpartum doulas is what we're working individually with families. And again, very vulnerable and very raw the situations are. And what I do is I go to my own village and my village of birth workers. And I, we process things almost instantly after I became a postpartum doula, which was over 10 years ago. I formed a postpartum doula support group that has been meeting every month for over 10 years. I host it again, Zoom days. We've been doing the last four meetings over Zoom. But before that, we had a resource center in Palo Alto named Blossom Birth who have given us generously the um, location and a group of us postpartum doula, whoever can make it, come and we just support and share with each other because our work is so lonely in a way and we're just there by ourselves and we bring ourselves to the couches or to the zoom and we support each other in our work and now there's also a lot of facebook groups that people are using for those as well that's amazing um and the i mean that's such a powerful fact that number one you can pivot but also how you've built community around doulas yeah. which is such a necessary piece for for any profession um, we need our village. We have to have, our, we can't just work in a vacuum all by ourselves. It doesn't make sense. So why do you think mentorship programs like Career Up Now or specifically Career Up Now is important? You know, I, again, it's back to the village and back to a community and back to ourselves living our own lives, you know, just rushing around life and doing it from, you know, making sandwiches in the morning to the kids to Trader Joe's to work back home to dishes and whatnot. And I think we're meant to be living more in villages or as a human species and being more infused with others. And I think opportunities such as career not now and the postpartum doula support group that I have and others give us this opportunity to just connect with people on a personal level, learn from each other, share with each other and uh, feel a part of something bigger than just ourselves.